Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Anson Tebbett, so along with... Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of For the Birds in spring. Uh, it cooled off a little bit this week, um, but we did have some spring arrivals, that's for sure. Yeah, and some nice sunshine. Um, yeah, depending on where you are in Vermont right now, there there may be still snow on the ground, and some places there's not a drop to be seen. So it's, of course, pretty variable around the state as usual. But uh, spring is definitely here. Yeah, happy spring. It's official, isn't it? Yeah, the calendar says it's spring, so it is. And um, and it's a doozy year for mud. I guess that's, uh, you know, every year seems to be the worst year ever. But I think this year, uh, I think we're... we're a lot of us would agree that it's it's a it's a doozy of a year. Yeah, one one for the record books. Uh, I've heard I've heard stories of tow trucks having to pull out tow trucks that are stuck. That's the case. Uh, lots yeah. of gravel, lots of gravel being moved in, and um, hopefully this uh, will slow down a little bit because we had a really big warm up, and I think that really impacted it all. But out in the fields, we've lost uh, quite a bit of snow up here in Cabin on the Hill. We still have plenty of snow though. But in the fields, I'm hearing that early evening and at dusk, um, the woodcock. Yeah. Beep. Beep. I heard one just last night. Yeah, if you're in an area with open fields um, and, and not much snow cover um, or no snow cover, you may be hearing woodcock out there. They have arrived. It just always kind of blows my mind that this this bird shows up so early in the spring, you know, with that huge long beak, it just, you would think, okay, a bird with a beak that long shouldn't be, you know, poking around Vermont uh, when it's barely spring. But, you know, they seek out soft, mucky areas and find plenty of food. And the males, as soon as they arrive, start their courtships. And it's one of those birds that, um, you know, sort of follows sugaring, um, you know, I you know they must wait for the to the uh, fields to soften up a little bit, maybe by ten, eleven o'clock in yeah. the morning, so they can get some uh, get some nourishment. Yeah, they, you know they like swampy, marshy areas, seeps, that kind of thing, where they probe for for worms and other invertebrates. So you know, yeah, definitely, uh, things need to be at least warm enough for them to be probing in the in the soft soil. Um, and then, you know, of course, we get these periods where, you know, we could get a foot of snow. Uh, fingers crossed that won't happen, but we could get three feet of snow. You never know this time of year. So, uh, but there's always birds that come back early. And the males, um, I'm sure you've seen it uh, where you live, Anson, too, that the courtship flight of the male is just one of the, you know, spectacles of the natural world out there. And um, what's kind of neat about this bird is... Um it will, you can hear it doing its beep and then um, it will take off. But then doesn't it kind of fly back to its original location where it started from? Exactly. Yeah. So if you, if you find a good field where there's woodcock and um, the North Branch Nature Center is actually a great spot to look at woodcock um, and, and check out the display. Um, but almost anywhere in Vermont where there's open, a large open field, so the males will start on the ground in a, an open area and they do that beep, beep, beep. And as they do that, they kind of rotate and face different directions when they beep. And then they take off and you can hear their, what sounds like a song, but it's actually um, their wing feathers 
uh, vibrating together to make this tinkling song, twittering song. Uh, I'll call it a song, but it's really a mechanical uh, noise made by the wings. And they get, I don't know, 100 feet in the air. And then they start this zigzaggy descent. And it's thought, but it's hard to prove, that they're actually singing at that point when they're descending. And the song, you can hear the uh, uh, you know, a change, a, tr- a change in the in the in the uh, quality of the sound. It's more like this twinkling sound, and they pretty much land right where they started. They may, you know, if there's a disturbance, they'll pick a different spot. But they often land right where they took off. So if you move a little closer when they're in the air, you might even get to see them land and check them out because they're doing this at dawn and dusk when they're pretty hard to see. Uh, yeah, just a, a, a beautiful bird, and occasionally you can see them. Um I've seen them try to cross a road and when they're trying to cross oh. the road, they get that little dance going on. And if you, if you put yeah. it to uh, earth, wind and fire, it's, it's, it, it, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a nice little dance. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, they are so well camouflaged in those, you know, browns and grays. Uh, and when they're crossing an open area, they, I think they still think they're, that no one can see me if I walk really slow. And they do this kind of funny back and forth strut as they cross the road. And it's hilarious and it takes them a long time. Uh, so yeah, I think they think they're invisible. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> in addition to the really cool flight display of the male. Yeah. It's, it's, they have the hilarious, uh, why the woodcock cross the road behavior. Good stuff. I've been talking about the, uh, about the woodcock or the snipe probably is close behind, right? Will the snipe be coming yeah. along shortly? Yeah, yeah. There's been a few reports of snipe. Um, not as many as woodcock yet, but they're they're arriving soon. And they're often, they overlap in habitat quite a bit. Snipe is more a, a marsh bird than the woodcock is, but they're both sandpipers. They both are generally in open areas, and they both do that the a flight display too. The, the um, snipe uh, doesn't start their display on the ground, but they kind of do this aerial flight, and uh, instead of their wing feathers vibrating together, their outer tail feathers vibrate together to make this sound as they fly through the air. Very well done. There we go. So Thank the, you. the snipe. That's good. Um, but also, we, who was it? Mo uh, from the, yes. Uh, the three yeah, yeah. No, it's Larry. Yeah, Larry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That works. He's been imitating a uh, snipe all this time. <laughs> um, but we have a new arrival. We want to talk about that uh, briefly as we we close out the show. We've got another bird that's landed in Vermont that probably shouldn't be here. Yeah, uh, this is a really cool bird, the pink-footed goose. A really small, um, beautiful goose, smaller than a Canada goose, um, dark head, a little pink uh, band across their dark, stubby bill. Uh, it's a bird that does show up on the East Coast fairly often every year, but they are normally uh, found in Northern Europe. They, they nest in Iceland and Greenland, and most of them, you know, 99% percent of them head to the northern Europe to, for the winter, but some do trickle down the East Coast. And this is actually the second sighting this year uh, for the species in Vermont. There was also, I think, two birds in Westminster in the Connecticut River Valley. So uh, this bird, um, which was seen just a few days ago, uh, showed up on Bristol Pond. And um, some birders in the area reported that, and uh, 
birders have been making a little pilgrimage to go see the pink-footed goose on Bristol Pond. Not sure if it's still there, but uh, it could be. It's worth a check. Is it is it traveling with other geese? Canada goose. Yeah, yeah it's um, usually when they're seen, they're with um, Canada geese. Yeah, and this bird, I, I saw it under Bristol Pond. Um, on the pond itself, loafing around with a bunch of Canada geese. Mm. Good stuff. Well, it's um, open house weekend for sugaring. Uh, people get out and enjoy that. Um, sugar houses, most of them will be open. It looks like sugaring uh, had a recharge this week with some cooler weather. As we uh, approach the end of March, believe it or not. Oof. Amazing. It goes quick. It sure does. We'll enjoy those spring birds, those new arrivals, and we'll be back with you next week. I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds.